0: Hey friends, welcome to Hutch on Hunting, and I'm Bruce Hutchin. During the past four decades, I've had the opportunity to live and hunt the Colorado Rockies. Over the years, I've seen hundreds of hunters traveling to the mountains to get their elk, only to leave disappointed. Elk hunting in the Rockies can be challenging and at the same time a rewarding experience. New and even seasoned elk hunters often make some common mistakes that can impact their success and safety. To help you avoid making these same mistakes, I'm going to share with you the top 10 mistakes that I've found through my years of hunting and what you should do instead. Be sure to watch until the end because number 10 could make or break your hunt. Number one, lack of physical preparation. Elk hunting requires hiking in rugged terrain at high elevations. Failing to prepare physically can lead to fatigue and reduced hunting effectiveness. Now I'm talking about hunting elevations between 8 and 10,000 feet. This is early season elk hunting when the bulls are rutting and bugling. You want to be where they are. To get to where they are, you've got to climb. Later season and late season, they may be down in the sagebrush, but not for early season. Number two, understanding the shooting distance. Beginners often misjudge the distance between themselves and the elk, resulting in inaccurate shots and missed opportunities. Do yourself a favor. Go out to a farm, go out to the country, look at a horse. That's how big a bull elk is. And so take some snap ranges, not with your range finder, to say, hey, he's 50 yards away, 60 yards away. Might surprise you just how close they are or far they are. Number three, ignoring wind direction. Elk have an excellent sense of smell and failing to pay attention to wind direction caused by the thermals can lead to the hunter's scent being detected causing the whole elk herd to blow up thermals in the morning thermals in the afternoon thermals in the evening they're all different and if you don't know about it you need to check and do some research on thermals because they'll make or break your hunt not scouting beforehand lack of scouting can lead to unfamiliarity with the area elk behavior and potential hunting spots Reducing your chance for success. What am I talking about? I'm talking about saddles. I'm talking about drainages with springs. A spring? Uh Uh-huh. That could be a great place for a wallow. So think about escape direction. If the elk get pushed, where are they going to go? And know that the elk are only in 10% of their habitat at any one time. And that 10% could be of thousands of acres. Using improper gear. inadequate hunting gear, such as noisy clothes, low-quality optics, are not your friends in the mountains. First of all, if you're noisy, you're surely going to scare the elk away. And if you can't spot and stalk them with good glass, where you might be sitting on a ridge and glassing for hours, just trying to find out where that bull or the cows are coming out. And so if you can't do that comfortably, you're going to hinder your hunt. Over calling, I remember back in the early days when Wayne Carlton had the first, that I know of, uh, cassette tape on uh, calling out. And he Talked about the kiki run of the turkeys. Well, a lot of things have happened since Wayne Carlton came out with Wayne Carlton Calls. But with so many people and so much information, what has happened is we've patterned the elk to listen very closely and come in silent. I can't tell you the number of times I've had a big mature bull slip in on me and not say a word. And the only reason I knew he was there. Because after I left my setup. I turned around. And there were his tracks. Got me. Don't let that happen to you. Hey folks. I want to give a quick shout out. To my good friend. Doug Roberts. Of Conquest Scent. He is the presenting sponsor. For Hutch on Hunting. Check Doug out at. Conquest Scent's and look forward to sharing some elk secret tips about misting with congressman's produced by Doug Roberts. Poor shot placement. inaccurate accurate shooting leads to improper shot placement. Ethically, we don't want to wound an animal. Yes, does it happen? Yes. Have I had elk? That i haven't recovered because of a poor shot yes i have and there's probably not a man or woman out there that hasn't had the same thing happen there's a lot of things that can happen if you loose an arrow make the shot in the mountains the angle timber deflection a gazillion things happen but do your best to practice 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 high reps Know your positive yardage. That's what I mean. If you are an archer and you can't hit 50, the paper plate, at 50 yards, don't take that shot. There's people today shooting 100 yards and they'll hit that paper plate every single time. Then there's other people that can't shoot 50 yards. So make sure... That you know your limitations, because you owe the elk your best. Inadequate field dressing knowledge. Now you're all excited. Inadequate field dressing knowledge. Now you're all excited. You got the elk. He's on the ground. Now what do you do? And if you've never broken down a cow or a horse, it's a big job because elk are that big plus they're not just in a field where they are is living in down timber they're hung up someplace you got to move them get them cut up cooled off and then taken care of and in early season hunting you got to have game bags it's your job to take apart that elk And there's hundreds of YouTube videos to show you how to do it. One of my biggest faults in elk hunting, I wasn't patient enough. I had a lack of patience. I heard the bull. I knew where they were coming to water. And all of a sudden, the cows split off from the bull. And they went down to drink. Where's the bull? Where's the bull? Oh, I better move. I better get closer. I busted myself. And that was... A 300 plus probably 350 best that i could tell and he just hung up on the ridge overlooking the water hole and came out at dark and when i was walking off the hill in the dark all he does, is and say i got you disregarding safety measures is number 10. new hunters May not fully understand the potential risk associated with hunting in the backcountry and they ignore safety precautions, and that can lead to accidents, getting left, lost, or even death. Don't be underprepared. GPS is great, but you gotta know the stars, you gotta know the terrain you got to know where camp is. you got to have a field kit that can help you with wounds. you got to know survival craft. All these things you need to know in the Colorado Rockies. To avoid these mistakes, new elk hunters should consider enlisting the help of experienced guides, attending hunting workshops, seminars, investing time, and thorough preparation and practice before heading to the Rockies. Additionally, learning from experienced hunters, understanding the local regulations, hunting ethics, will continue to a more successful, enjoyable hunting experience. Whether you're a new hunter or seasoned hunter in the Rockies, you can always increase your hunting success by seeking out new knowledge on hunting elk. I began hunting in 1966 which began on a farm in Wisconsin. Those were the days of big deer drives with 10 or 15 people. Those gone. Those days are long gone, but the thrill of the hunt brings me back to that farm every fall. My first elk hunt was an archery elk hunt above Rifle, Colorado with friends from Wisconsin. I used my whitetail techniques to spot and stalk a spike bull in the dock timber. I smelled them before I saw him. And fortunately for me, or unfortunately, I missed my shot, but I was hooked. Oh, I got to give a shout out for Dwight Shue, and if never read, read any of these books, you ought to do that. 1985, I was promoted to manager position in Colorado, and my elk hunting became a passion. I was fortunate to shoot an elk west of Delta, Colorado, my first to elk hunt as a resident. The early September hunts became my favorite time of year to pursue bugling bulls. Was I successful every year? Heck no, but it sure was fun because my job had allowed me to travel the Rockies. I was blessed to hunt elk in Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico on many separate occasions. My goal every year was to get up And close and personal with elk, be it a cow or a bull, to me, they all ate the same. My patient got me involved with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation as Life Member 200 and allowed me to support the grassroots conservation effort for improving wild elk. I have a Pope and Young bull to my credit in numerous accounts with 300 plus bulls, but always fell short of closing on the deal. The goal every season was to see elk in their own bedroom, close the gap, and interact vocally with them. To kill was to me a secondary goal. Oh, yeah, I was a solo hunter on most of my archery hunts. It just made the challenge that much sweeter. So I want to leverage my years and experience to your hunt i offer you the opportunity to join me at hutch and hunting as a member of my hunting program where we can collaborate on a one-on-one basis plus get to access to deep dive training on some of the most sought after topics related to hunting in colorado we have three membership levels to choose from that will fit any budget, skill, and goals. If you're serious about increasing your odds of successful hunting any time in the future, click below to learn more about Hutch and Hunting and how I can help you achieve the hunt of a lifetime. Hunt hard, hunt smart. I look forward to welcoming you as a numerous member hutch on hunting thank you for listening to the first episode of hutch hunting brought to you by its founder bruce hutchin be safe out there folks